Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I have an interesting email here. I don't want to read it out. Oh, by the way, can I mention too, um, I want to get a bit of reaction to something that happened on yesterday's show. And uh, we've reached out to the principal of the school and we've reached out to the HSE. Um, well, we've tried to get a response from the school and to the HSE in relation to guidelines for schools and masks because we've had a lot of reaction to the two people we had on yesterday and the email that I read out. Uh, particularly the woman yesterday had to go and collect her child from school. She was 13 or 12 or 13 years of age. She was actually pale because she was made do PE wearing her mask. Now, most schools are not doing this. I would like to think that. But there are some schools that are doing it. And I would suggest to you as a parent that you talk to your school about this because even the WHO themselves has said that masks should not be worn during physical exercise. You don't have to be a doctor or anybody medically experienced to understand how difficult that could be. It's, look, we all know when we wear masks, be it into a shop or whatever it is, you know, some of us get on fairly okay, depending on our respiratory systems. Some of us struggle a little bit, but they are quite warm and stuffy. And, and you'd be lying if you said they weren't. Hopefully, they won't be something that we'll have to do for long term. It'll be just while this pandemic is around, right? For aesthetics and everything else. So hopefully it won't be a long term thing for people. But to suggest that somebody should do some sort of physical exercise. Like, do you remember the jockeys went back to racing on the horses? And they made them wear the mask at the start. They objected to it. And so they've agreed not to, they don't have to wear the masks anymore when they're actually on the horse. Only when they're in the stalls or in the, the place where they walk around and parade afterwards. So because, of course, they're exerting themselves. When you exert yourself, you can't have an obstruction over your airways. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So if your child is in a school and they're being asked to wear a mask, you know, in PE, be it in indoors or outdoor settings, we would like to know about it. Maybe you could send us a text or a WhatsApp to 087-188-0008. And I'm, if there's any school principals listening, which is probably not because they're probably in school at the moment, I would suggest that you reconsider that decision. And if you don't have the ability for social distancing to do PE without a mask, I would suggest you contact the Department of Education and try and get resources for that, or you just don't do PE. Because I think there's no point in risking the health of children when it comes to this pandemic and wearing masks, etc. So maybe we could get some sort of reaction to that. So if you are in a school, your kid goes to a school, you're a parent, whatever it is, and your child is being forced to wear a mask during PE, please let us know. The number is 87 188 Now, first... Hi, Niall. My 12-year-old son is doing his confirmation today. He doesn't believe in God, but huge pressure from my ex-wife, his mum, and our family, plus the school, plus peer pressure. Uh, I'll go to church to support my son, as important, uh, as I know it's important, and he knows that I'll always be there for him. He, as he says, everyone is at him to do it, and he wants the money and the party. So why the message? Well, I think this highlights the reality of, the, of what confirmations are actually about. Image, conformity, indoctrination, with the bribe of money and a party. How difficult is that for a 12-year-old to resist? Church uh, and school need separation to start. Discuss. That's the email he wrote us. Okay, so in other words, he doesn't believe that children or the confirmation should be part of the education experience. And I probably agree with him. So we talked about communions before, baptismals before. And I think what's important is what he said here is, it highlights the reality about confirmations and what they're about. Image, conformity, indoctrination with a bribe of money and a party. 
if there was no bribe of the money in the party, do you think the majority of children would actually bother making their confirmation? And I think I would be right in thinking that most probably wouldn't. Because the bribe is the money in the party. The money, more so, because they want a new iPhone. And most kids nowadays will make four or five hundred quid. So, do we need to get rid of confirmation out of the school and the education system altogether? They, what, when do they do confirmation? In around the fifth or sixth class, isn't it? So, do they need to get rid of it altogether out of the system? Let me know what you think. Uh, the number is 087-188-008. Because kids feel pressured into doing it. You know, with the bribe and the party and their mates doing it and dressing up. Well, they don't really dress up for confirmation. They wear Boys wear their school uniforms, don't they? Uh, during confirmation now in most schools. Uh, Paul, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Paul? Hi, hey, Noel. How are you doing? Uh, Paul, I, I don't think they dress up anymore for confirmation. We did in our day, but I think they wear their uniforms now. I think, you know, there's all this conformity thing. And so I think they, they all wear their uniforms, as far as I know. They do. Yeah, we were at, a, we were at a, a, two of my nieces' confirmation last week, and they wore their school uniforms. Everyone was wearing their school uniforms, yeah. And then they come home and they get changed into their brand new tracksuits and Nike runners and, and whatever, yeah. whatever, <laughs> whatever it is mommy and dad have bought them for bringing them around that day to get a few quid. But, yeah, but absolutely. It, but it is all about the bribe, isn't it? Oh, totally. Uh, tot- I mean, it's totally about the money. There's nobody... I mean, when I made my confirmation, that I told, when, I was, when I was in the Catholic Church, at that time I made my confirmation, to me it was spiritual at that time, but I've always been that way inclined. So to me, I enjoyed what I was doing. It wasn't about the money that I can remember, but it was, it was more spiritual. Yeah. Nowadays, it's all about the money. Most of the kids don't understand exactly what they're doing. Same with communion, and I don't think they really understand what it's all about. I mean, what? Okay, I mean, you're a religious man. I know that because I remember talking to you before. But so, yeah. what? What was the whole principle of confirmation? I remember the whole thing that you used to. Was there something in it about you're not allowed to drink from that point on, or something? What was there? Was there a thing about that? Do <laughs> <laughs> you sign an oath? Isn't or not an oath? You, you, you hey, declare an oath, take, pledge. Take it. Taking the pledge, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that was communion, actually, if we're not well, mistaken. Well, that clearly <laughs> didn't work in Ireland very well, but no, can no, I just say? <laughs> that couldn't have worked here. No, no. Okay, no. so the, well, what, what is, I mean, what is confirmation? Is this your kind of, uh, final kind of crossover or final, as a young boy or a young girl, is this the final moment where you're pledging your allegiance to God? or uh, What is it? Like, you know. It's, it's basically, it's, Really, it's basically you're supposed to be receiving the Holy Spirit mm. into you. So the Holy Spirit is supposed to come into you at the time of confirmation. But in reality, it's the complete opposite. Because, I mean, that's Catholicism. They start baptism as babies, then communion at the age of seven or something like that, and then confirmation. So um, it's completely twisted to the biblical principle of it, because the biblical principle of it was you didn't get baptized until you accepted Jesus as your Savior. Then you got baptized. Then you got... you. you the Holy Spirit came into you, and then you partook in, in communion service and the bread and the wine. Right. So they backwards. They, you know, they have it totally backwards. Right, okay, yeah. so that's not the way yeah. you would do it. Obviously, you were a Catholic, you're a Christian, but you were a Catholic at the time. Uh, yeah. Okay, but I mean, look, you know, for most kids, I don't, and when it comes to confirmation and communion, I don't think they walk down the aisle thinking of holy God at all. They're thinking about, as soon as this is over, how much am I going to make, and can I get a new iPhone by tomorrow? So that's what they're thinking, isn't it? That's exactly right, yeah. Yeah, it is. So that, that, the well, then, I'd say well, that, then that mocks the whole procedure then, doesn't it, really? Uh, yeah, it. absolutely. It, it's, it's, it's really hypocrisy because a lot of parents don't bring the children to church anymore. I mean, you see them in the church for the baptism, then most people don't go to church anymore until the communion. 
And then after that, then they don't... It's, a, it's a wedding and a funeral, yeah. Exactly, that's, yeah. that's basically... Well, I mean, I, I'm being honest, they're the only times I've been in a church in the last 40 years have been yeah. for an, a traditional occasion. And yeah. I, I wouldn't, I don't go to church, I mean, I consider myself atheist. My kids have never went to, to church. My kids, the word God is probably never mentioned in my home. Um, mm. but, but that, by the way, that doesn't mean we're bad people, right? My, no. I, I, mean, I think my kids are good people and my family are yeah. good But But in saying that, you know, I, I just think that it's time now to separate this from education because I think we're confusing it. And I think if we still have people making their confirmation and communion after, you know, we separate it, I think it shows that people are genuinely want to do it then, doesn't it? Mm, absolutely. I think that I think church and schools should be separated. But I do believe that children should be given an education in the different religions of the world to let them make up their own mind. As oh, to well, they, yeah, from the theocracy point of view, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And, also, and also with the multiculturalism in Ireland today and around the world to make, uh, make children aware of the different religions that are out there and what they believe and to be careful and sensitive not to, not to insult someone by, by making a mistake in that because with some religions, as you know, that can be pretty dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know, to, uh, to say something out of untoward that would have you killed. So of course, yeah. Well, um, depending but, on what religion you're sagging off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and where you happen to be at the time. Exactly. Big yeah. time. So. Okay, well, to be fair, stay there for a second because, Graeme, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Graeme? Good, thanks, Matt. How are you getting on? Graeme, it's lovely to talk to you again. We get it in, we have an old Twitter spat every now and again, but sure, it's good fun, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, sure. It's all fun and giggles. Yeah. You're some troll, I tell you, Graeme. <laughs> well, funny, I think the same thing about you. Yeah. <laughs> Graeme, okay, get, getting off the topic of Twitter anyway. I mean, <laughs> uh, do, you, do you think that it's time that we kind of got these occasions? And we're specifically talking about confirmation because this email is about confirmation. I mean, it is all about the bribe and the party, isn't it? And basically, they're wasting <laughs> your time as a teacher. Absolutely. Well, I'm secondary teacher, so not so much. But uh, yes, it is. Look, it, it, it's not time. It was time 20 years ago. Mm. Um, like, sorry, no, but education has our religion has no place in education, mm-hmm. none whatsoever. Especially. Are you, are you talking about of, all forms of religion? Even in, uh, you know when we talk about, I suppose, the ethos. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Right, okay. Specifically that, to be perfectly honest. Okay. And number one, when it's taking up class time, sorry, but it's wasting class time, especially in primary school context. What percentage of their time is put, to, put towards religious indoctrination? It's okay. And what, and what do you say insane. to parents and say, as I would probably say, well, the catechism, which it was in my day, didn't do me any harm. It didn't do you any good either. But I mean, well, sorry, that, well, that's not really an argument, is it? It is, it is not education. It is not based in fact. It is based in fairy stories. And if people believe in those, they are perfectly entitled to. And if you want your children raised with an education that involves it, you should be perfectly entitled to. Send them to Sunday school. I wonder how many people would. I mean, it's a fair point, Paul. When you look at, say, the American model, they have Sunday schools. And, of course, you have all these mm-hmm. different Baptist churches all over America. And yeah. in their constitution, um, they cannot uh, teach one reli- or prioritize one religion over another in uh, public education. So what they do is they don't teach religion in public education. They mm. used to. They only took that out. Not, so, not Well, it wasn't too long ago when they took that out. They took the Bibles out of the schools. And, um, and it's caused a lot of problems, I, take, I believe. And I just, I just would take... Um, to take exception to, to, to the other gentleman using the term um, indoctrination. I mean, we could, we could say the same thing about Darwinism. That's indoctrination because no, there's no fact. No, to it. you couldn't. It, one is based, no, there's in, no time, fact one is based in fairy stories. No, well, so is Darwinism because that's not a fact. Nobody it's based in fairy stories. But yeah, but I mean, don't get me wrong, Graeme. I'm on your side and I would be a fan, although I know, I know some of the um, BLM ones, the, the, the Darwin um, uh, stuff that he collected on expeditions removed from museums for different reasons, right? But in relation to Charles Darwin, 
it is Darwin's theory of evolution. Uh, as much as I would agree with it, and I would go and along that, with it like you, but it is, but it is a theory. Equate, that does not equate to this uh, common perception of the word theory. It's not theory as in it's not real. It's theory as in that is a scientific theory until someone comes up with a better one. And there, no. is, there hasn't been for a very, very long time. But I mean, no. I, I believe it, but, but Graham, is not, even as an atheist, guy, guy did it. even as an atheist, I would struggle to actually turn around to somebody and say there's no such thing as God because I don't know. I wouldn't. No, but okay, but I don't believe there is personally, right? But yeah. in, but but in saying that... Fact, but, of course but, not. Yeah, but, I don't know. No, none of us know. But even Richard Dawkins said he would never deny the existence of God. He, yes, what he said was, he said it's highly improbable and unlikely. Yes. Well, that's agnosticism more than atheism. No, it's not. Yes, it is. An atheist does not believe in God whatsoever. An agnostic does I don't. I know, Paul, I don't agree with you. Richard Dawkins is probably the most famous atheist in the world, and he won't oh, deny no. the existence of God. Yes, he but he doesn't believe in God, God which makes well, him... No, he doesn't, yeah. But he's also agnostic. If, he's, if he uses the term... There could Agnostic be, but then he's not sure. That, no, no, he doesn't say there could be. He said it's highly improbable, probably impossible. And he said, but I would never deny the existence of God. No more, no more than anybody should turn around. It's not that he's not sure. You can't deny the existence of all kinds of ridiculous things. I'm not going to deny that there's a 70-foot-high King Kong in a tutu on Mars because I haven't been there and I don't know it. That's but the it's point highly improbable. And, you know, I'm a, it's probable that Donald Trump is a lizard person. <laughs> you know, but I don't know for sure whether he is or not, but it's highly improbable. But getting back to, I suppose, the practice, I suppose, Graham, of making communion and confirmation. Ireland is by far still a Catholic country. 85% of the population claim to be Catholics, although 48% only say they practice religion. So the rest yeah. are just putting it down on the census form because that's what they were born yeah. and they believe they exactly. are. Exactly, so I'd take that 48% as more representative than me. Probably more representative, but that's still 48% of the population would like to see their children brought up, you know, with their hands joined, believing in holy God. So, I mean, what about, do their, do their lives not matter, so to speak? What the, of course they do. But what's that got to do with school? You can still raise your child believing anything you want without having to school do it for you. Yeah, but Graham, they're educating. And school is educating people as different religions. And that's the difference. It's an educational, it's an educational thing. You teach children about it's different religions, different thing. cultures. Yes, it is. It's the same as teaching the geography, different countries, different cultures. Again, different we're talking and facts and religion. Yeah, but relig- no, 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 no. You cannot say that. That's your belief. Just it's, it's not everybody's belief. I mean, I enjoyed religion in school. I actually loved religion in school. I really enjoyed learning about different things. Now, we didn't do the Bible. We had little Bible stories, but there was mainly catechism. But it, it tweaked my interest for later on in years to yeah. go deeper into it and to see whether or not this is true or not. And from my own experience, and it is only my own experience, and all I can say is this is what I found. I found it to be real, 100%. I have met God. I have a relationship with God. And I have experienced miracles in my own life and my family's life. I've seen it happen. So that's my experience. I can't force anyone to believe that, but that's just the way I have experienced it. As that's you were perfectly entitled to. That's, yeah. the, that's why I believe myself. Nobody, you know? Nobody's going to argue against that. Yeah, no, but that's all I'm saying. Yeah, but so, you know, Graeme, you know, if Paul has children, I don't know if Paul has young children or whatever, is he not yeah. entitled to have his children in the education system in this country, which his taxpayers' money is paying for, you know, to have his th- children taught the history of the Catholic religion and the belief system of the Catholic religion? I mean, that is something cho- personal to each family, and they should, be t- they should pursue that education themselves, either as literally themselves or through, through the church and Sunday school. Church should have no authority over any school. They should not own any property. They should not have any say in 
anything to do with any school, and I'm literally walking around the grounds of the Catholic ethos, ethos school, as I say this, um, and in terms of in-class religious instruction, would I have an issue with something along a, a class, specifically, on, like was mentioned earlier, you know, different religions of the world, or kind of thing, just it's general knowledge, so this is what certain mm. people believe, and all that. would I have an issue with that? No. Would I have an issue with it taking up 30% of time inside a primary class? Hell yes. Um, but would I have an issue with, let's say, in a secondary context, what, there's 42 periods in my uh, school week, that one, one class a week for every year was that? No, I wouldn't have an issue with that. And you can include different elements of philosophy or whatever. I'm not the one designing the curriculum. Do I have a problem with that? No. I, 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 see, see Paul, I, I, I would agree with Graham probably for the first time in my life. I would agree with Graham in the respect that <laughs> I, 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 think, I, I, I think it's important that children have a knowledge of the history of religion and where it came from and its origins and throughout time, you know, in relation to wars, etc., etc. I think yeah. that's all yeah. very important and what different belief systems are about and how they yeah. differ. But I don't think... I would agree with Graham. I don't think it's right to tell a child, you know, there's a person in the sky that created the world in seven days and then turn around in the following class and say, okay, boys and girls, today we're going to talk about the Big Bang Theory, and which completely contradicts what you've just told them in the previous class. So in other words, yeah. you're making up a story. But they don't have to do it that way. They could say, this is what this, is what this teaches and they could teach them what that religion teaches. This is what this religion teaches and this is what the secular is teaching. So you're giving them an option all rounder. So they get yes, the knowledge of all different, people. all different religions, cultures, and not and none. You see, rather than take take uh, take away that right for them to understand what what the world is all about and what different things are all about. So like, as I said to you the last time, um, Niall, that I don't believe that. But the Bible to me is not a religious book; it's a history book. And well, I, we had a great discussion that night, and it was an interesting conversation. But what I took away from that, Paul, is that. We had a conversation about 45 minutes and you come across to me as a very intelligent, learned man. But when you turn, I find it difficult to understand when you turn around to me and say, you believe the story of Noah's Ark. And for me, that doesn't sound logical for an intelligent man to say that. And, and I'm not, by the way, I'm not disrespecting you. But oh, I know I, that. I but know. I just say, when you say you believe the Bible and you told me that night that you genuinely believed that it took 102 years or 20 years, whatever it was, from the time you got the message from God to build this ark with him and his or six people all together. <laughs> And, yeah. and we worked out even the physics of that. I, and, you know, we talked about how many land species of animals there was, how much wood would be needed. You know, uh, the, the engineering tools they would have had to have. They only had Bronze Age instruments in those days. It, it's a physical impossibility, but you believed it was true. And, oh, and, that, and that, to me, sums up what religion does. It, it relies on absolute faith. Not logic, but faith. But you, but in, my, in my response to that, <clears throat> well, it's, I'm, I'm taking that belief system into the whole of what the Bible teaches, why it happened, how it came about, why God decided to do what he did, um, why he saved these particular eight people, and why the rest of the people didn't bother wanting, or they laughed at it, basically. But that's the whole story. That's not just one little, one little part of it. That's what happened, but there's a bigger story to it, and that's why I believe it. Okay, okay, okay. Well, 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 I, I'll just ask Graham a final question, because I, I think Graham may be in a hurry to get out of here. I don't know. Uh, Graham, are you on a break <laughs> at the moment or something? Uh, I'm doing timetabling, so I need to get. I need to get back to it. All right, but just in, in the final, can, do you have? Do you respect the people? The fact that people have faith and believe a story, like you know, um, you know, for example, the Noah's Ark or Moses part of this parting the sea or whatever it happens to be, these kind of unbelievable miracles. Do, do, I mean, do you have respect for people I who re believe? I, them? I, I respect their right to have that belief. Do I respect the belief itself? No, of course not. Okay, all right, okay. And you think it would, do you think there's something wrong with telling a child that a man and his family built an ark and it took them 120 years? 
I think the child as they grow up will make up their own mind. I think it's wrong the church having authority over schools. I think it's wrong the amount of time it takes away from education. All right, listen, Graham, thank you very much indeed. Let me go to James as well. James, you're on Classic Kids. Hey, oh, James, sorry there. Oh, God, what happened there? James, how are you doing? Good afternoon to you now. Good afternoon to you, James. Well, uh, Lovely to talk to you again, my friend. Just when I want, uh, <laughs> when there was a lot of bad news around, you, you brought on good news today. Donald Trump may be being nominated. For a Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, uh, I say the lefties are losing their mind. Imagine if he wins it. They won't know what to do with themselves. <laughs> As you said the other day, which has never been seen before in Israeli plane flying over the Saudi Arabia kingdom. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, also now the people in the Korean peninsula, the people in Japan can rest easy at night because we don't have any more trouble from Mr. Kim. Mm-hmm. He's the first president to ever stand on North Korean soil now. No other president before that could manage it. But see, but he doesn't get the credit for it because no, no. of all the other stuff. No, and no. it's unfortunate that sometimes people cannot see the good, that there is good in people sometimes. But anyway, let's move on. We can talk about that again. But getting well, back to confirmation that. in the schools. Yes. Back to the topic. Mm. And it, it, would it be fair to take the confirmation out because realistically all it is is a money-making exercise? No, no, I don't believe it has been taken out. Not out of a, not out of a school with a Catholic ethos, and I... Mm. Which is 96% of the schools in this country, by the way. Well, uh, I'm, I'm sorry Graham had to go because I would like to address one or two comments Graham is making. Uh, I'm glad I had teachers like Graham in my day now. Right. Because my teachers always taught us to have an open mind. Mm. Well, they didn't really. Because they, well, they didn't really teach you to have an open mind because they taught you, they, they taught you to believe in God. Oh, I, I, I had teachers now who, who taught us everything. They didn't, uh, well, you would have never had a teacher in your day that said that God doesn't exist. I had presentation brothers now. That's what I'm saying to you. No, I'm, by the way, I'm not saying it about education. I'm just saying you would have, as I didn't, because I had Christian brothers, you would never have had a teacher that said God didn't exist. Oh, no, no, no. So, why, you, so why, why are you saying they would have taught you to have an open mind? They didn't. Oh, yes. They, uh, later on, when they knew later on that I would make up my own mind now. Mm-hmm. But they, had a, they were part of the Catholic Church, so they had no other choice now. Mm. But they knew... Uh, later on, that when I got to my teenage years, I would question that, and either I would stick with it or I wouldn't. And in your case, you didn't stick with it. In many cases, in my own family, my own some of my own siblings now didn't believe a word of it. They were more atheist than you are, uh, so they weren't indoctrinated now. They weren't forced into believing it. I was the only one of my siblings who actually did continued my religion now. Yeah, but, say, but, but it is indoctrination. I mean, indoctrination, the word brainwashing has used, been used with indoctrination or social conditioning, whatever word you're comfortable using. We social condition people from the day they're born, not just into religions. You know, telling a child the difference between right and wrong, telling a child not to stick his hand in the fire. All these things, that's all indoctrination. It's all social conditioning. It's all brainwashing because we have to teach children and educate children how to live their lives. Yes. But when, when people are thought about religion as being a fact... Some people will take that as fact for the rest of their lives. Some people won't. And it depends on the person. It depends on what they have in their lives already, how secure they may feel in their lives. And I'm not suggesting religious people are insecure, although some may be. Um, but, I mean, there has been some great scientists, for example, um, Stephen Hawking's. Um, was it him who said that people who believe in God lack education and intellect? <laughs> Well, I can assure you now there was very, very heavy... Paul thought that was funny, anyway. Very, very heavyweight intellectuals in the Catholic Church now. But he was considered to be the most intelligent man who ever lived. Well, I, I don't probably believe that, but certainly of our time, he was a very intelligent scientist. 
and he said that anybody who believed, knowing what we know now, it's, you got to understand, it was different, James, in your day. And if you go back a thousand years, it was even a lot more different because people questioned everything because they hadn't a clue what was going on around them because they weren't that scientific. There would have been some level of science, but not the equipment we have nowadays for, for doing different things and seeing things in the sky, etc., etc. But nowadays, we shouldn't have reason to question too many of those things. There are still questions to be answered, like what happened before then? So that those questions may be answered in another thousand years. I don't know. I, I like, I, I'm a simple man, Al, and I, and I contrast my own time growing up in Ireland, and, uh, which was the 50s now, going to school in the 50s, and I look at the world today. Yeah. And I see the, what is coinciding with the fall away and the belief of God. I'm not even talking about my own church now. What is coinciding with the fall away in the belief in God and the young people is they are lost now. They are resorting to drugs like they never did before. Are you telling me that Christians don't take drugs? Ah, come on, for God's sake, James. Overrun with children of 10 and 11 having anxiety. Unheard of in my day now of of 11 year old having. But why are you putting that down to. Why do you. Why? uh, No, hang on, hang on, hang on, James. That was 13 and 14 year olds committing suicide. Unheard of in my day now. Why are you correlating that with the fall off in religion? Falling away from God with this. The children, the young people are lost now. They don't have that resource, that gift which I was given now. So that's why I want to see it still in the schools, and that's why I will always uh, be opposed to teachers like Graham trying to keep it out with his own bias and prejudice against the church now. They don't have hope. They don't have hope, Noel. That's the problem. Ah, stop. The kids, well, I, no, hang on, Paul. That's really unfair on people out there. Like my, my kids are not religious. My children have loads of hope, loads of no, desires, no, loads of dreams. Kids now. I'm talking about other kids that might be as strong as yours. Mm, exactly. Uh, it's ironic that we're talking about indoctrination, uh, indoctrinating children at the time when we're educating them into pods and bubbles and force them to wear masks as we teach them about race theory and LGBTQ to, uh, doctrine, the doctrine that we all for we're all forced to accept and believe under punishment of law. Now, I suppose the point he's making is is that we all now realise probably how easy it was for the Catholic Church, I suppose, for many, many years in this country to control people. Because if we look only in the last seven months, and um, because the Catholic Church, of course, instilled fear in people that if you didn't believe in God and you didn't believe in all that, you know, you'd probably go to hell. That was the original kind of theory uh, behind it. And now, I suppose, it's the same thing. It just shows you how easy it is to, to not control people's minds, but to indoctrinate people into a belief or a way of thinking that if you don't keep your social distance, if you don't wear your mask, or if you don't do all these things, you could die. And, and there's always a kind of end result. That's how easy it is, you know, to change the views of a population. We, well, I, we think we've just proved that over the last seven months. Uh, keep thinking, or keep thinking, keep WhatsApp and keep messaging. The number is 87 James, stay with me. Let's go to uh, Mark. Uh, Mark, you're on Classic Hits. Mark, do you believe, edu- or should I say, religion should be taken out of education? Uh I do. I, I think it should. Um, I think if people want to educate their children in religion, I, I don't really agree with it, but I think it should be done privately. I, what I what do you mean you don't a, agree with it? You don't agree with it at all? Like they shouldn't, be allowed, they shouldn't be allowed to teach them about religion at all? Well, I don't like the idea that a parent would kind of foist their own religion onto a child. But, but isn't it up to a parent to, to foist their own views and morals onto a child and bring them up in their own image, I suppose? Is, isn't that always the way it's been, even if your parents are atheist? Well, I suppose that's true, but uh, I just don't like it. <laughs> All right, OK, OK. Yeah. And why you believe it's, it's a false belief? Well, I think it's a false belief, but more importantly, I think you're not giving the child the opportunity to determine their own beliefs about right. religion and, and what 
what religion they believe in if they believe in one at all. Mm. That's what I don't like. All right, so you're kind of trying to mould them at a very young age where they're almost like sponges, I suppose. That's the thing, and I, I think that's that's the problem. I think kids mm. do get moulded like sponges when it comes to religion from a really young well, it's age. Not, well, it's not just religion. We mould them like sponges when it comes to everything, I suppose. Well, we do, I suppose. Yeah. I, I mean, mean I we're doing it at the moment again, I suppose, when it comes to... And, you know, he mentions a good point in his text. Not that I would agree with every part of it, but, you know, the whole idea that we're telling people at the moment and people are in fear, and fear creates compliance. Well, that's it, yeah. I mean, I suppose... That, I guess the difference is, is that there's a physical scientifically demonstrable difference between protecting kids against coronavirus and teaching them about religion. Mm. But, so but I, yeah, but they, and of course that's a point of fact, obviously, but the Catholic Church at the time would have told people as a point of fact that if you don't believe in God, you go to hell. Yeah. Which is this horrible place with a man with yeah. a fork and it would, you know, they'll be burnt alive. And but Jay, okay, let me go back to James. Uh, James, you heard what Mark says. Firstly, he doesn't believe we should be teaching children about religion at all because they're young, they're impressionable, and they should be allowed to make their own minds up when they become adults as to if they want to be religious. Well, as someone said there in one of your texts, and they made a good point now, uh, if you try today, any teacher like Graham, not I'm particularly talking about Graham now because he's not here now, but any teacher now, and he was shown to be anyway, even a hint now that he was homophobic or that he didn't want LGBT philosophy brought into his school. He'd be drummed out of school. His feet wouldn't touch the ground now. But it's all right to show for a teacher to say, no, I don't want Christianity brought into my school. Or, uh, that's no problem now. But if you dare be biased... But, but the, yeah, but the difference is, you know, whether you agree or whether you don't like the idea of LGBTQ, um, gay people do exist in society. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not something that we fantasise about in a book that's 2,000 years old. That would be the point he'd make, I suppose. practising a particular lifestyle. And a Christian young person is also practising a particular lifestyle. But there is a bias against uh, their lifestyle because they want to get it out of the schools. So there is a bias immediately. Okay, well, Mark, okay, Mark, what do you think of that point that we're very, very pro-LGBT in schools at the moment, particularly with the new sex education bill coming in, and any teacher who would disagree with that or would say, no, well, I'm not teaching them about that, I don't believe in that theocracy at all, uh, or that belief system or that lifestyle, uh, I'm not teaching, they'd be fired. But if, you, but if you say, I don't want to teach religion, so you're almost applauded. I think the difference between the two is that they're not teaching kids how to be gay. That's <laughs> the major difference, really. If you're teaching kids that gay people exist, that's absolutely fine because they do. But they're not molding kids into being gay, you know. So mm-hmm. like, they're, they're they're not. I don't think they're really comparable there. I think that's a fair point, James. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not like this is how you be gay. <laughs> Can we get some demonstrations, please? You must believe. You must believe. Yeah. But but they are teaching you that God is real as a fact, a point of fact. Yes. And, they're, and they're teaching you that you must be like God or live in and his image. In Christian religion, yeah, but, but that's the point that Mark is making. But they're teaching you that you have to... No, 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 no. You're missing the point that Mark has made. And I, I think he's made a good point, James, right? With religion, you're teaching people this is how you should live your life as a religious person. And that's what they're teaching you. This is how you should do it. If you're teaching about LGBT... They're not saying, this is how you should live your life. You should be a gay person. They're saying, gay people exist in society. Straight people exist in society. We should all get on with each other. Uh, but, uh, as I said, 
said that's the same with the Christianity now. It's they're explaining the Christian lifestyle. This is what the Christian lifestyle is: a belief in God and everything else that follows. But they, I, I'm not saying that the LGBT shouldn't be allowed to come into the school, but there should be a, a, a level playing ground now. There mm. shouldn't be a bias against the Christian community, which there is now. There's no question about it now. There's a bias against the Christian community in Ireland. There's no question about that now. now. Mm. I suppose I, Go ahead, Mark. I put it this way, I think that if they were to teach kids that different sexualities exist, and this is what they all are, that's perfectly fine. If they were to teach kids these are all the different religions that exist, that's also perfectly fine. It's the fact that they foist one on them. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's because like, they live in Ireland, I suppose, Mark, you know? I know, I know. Yeah, I, I, know it's, like, I know it's the way it is, but yeah. that's the part that I don't And, like. and, and 85% of them are signed up to it. 85% are signed up to it. Yeah, so, um, when I say signed up to it, they, on the CSO figures, they claim they're Catholic, you know, but... Yeah, but I mean, a, a lot of people will just put that down for the of sake course, of getting yeah, into a good yeah. school. It's, because, it's they have a, because they have really? a baptismal cert. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're you're probably a Catholic, are you? Me, myself? Yeah. Uh, no, but I was brought up as a Catholic, so well, I probably well, am. Well, then you still are a Catholic. Off. There's no way of getting yeah. out of it. You're not allowed to leave. No, <laughs> so technically speaking, you're part of the 85%. I am part of that. They changed it, though. There was a thing a few years ago. Oh, the CSO, CSO they could put, yeah, you could put down no religion. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not the religion thing. The, the census, uh, not the census, the, the list that the church, the Catholic church. But they didn't they close it down? They Somebody, yeah. somebody yeah. had a website called optout.com, wasn't it, or something like that? Uh, Countmeout.com. Countmeout.com, that was the one, yeah. But the the Vatican took a legal case against them and got it closed down. They did, yeah, yeah. So in other words, you're not allowed to leave. It's like Hotel California. You're not allowed to leave. You can take it anytime you want, but never leave. Yeah, okay, stay there for a second. Oh, actually, Ian, I'm going to come to you straight after the break. Stay with me, James and Mark. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 87 188 Ian, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Ian? Hey, Noel, how are you? Good. You're, you consider yourself to be agnostic, so you're kind of teetering on the edge, basically. You're hedging yeah. your bets. All yeah, right. so I, I was brought up as a Catholic, Roman Catholic, and I don't, I don't think I'm exaggerating to say there was almost forced upon us at that age. From well, it would have been, yes, of course. Both school, at school yeah. and at home. And um, I, I've gone through two communions and a confirmation with some of my children at the moment, and to say it makes me feel uncomfortable... It is an understatement, I think, to go to these ceremonies and to drone on with with the whole ceremony and everything, knowing that I don't believe any of it. Um, I've gone through it, and I will continue to go through it for all my other children to support them and to give them the option when they're older to make up their minds. But um, I just think, I, I don't believe religion should be taken out. I think children should be made aware of, of religion in their schools and the options and what the beliefs of those that came before them had. But well, there's a difference between education and indoctrination. And, um, and what we do, I suppose, in a Catholic ethos school is is more indoctrination than education. Absolutely agree. And, and the, the, the format, I believe, therefore could be changed to more of an educational process as opposed to the indoctrination process to make them aware of what the beliefs were as opposed to saying you need to do this Okay, so, I, I, to, so to explain all the different religions, what they believe in. In other words, you're yeah, yeah you're neutralizing the whole thing, being yeah. impartial. I suppose is the yeah. word, isn't it? Like I, I got accosted by a priest during one of the ceremonies for not saying the prayer. Right. Uh, well, what did he say to you? Ceremonies. He, he actually, across the microphone, said, um, "Would you mind? You're, you're not saying the prayers. It's your responsibility as a father to bring your daughter up in this religion." Hmm. 
and it was it was embarrassing. I, I think it was a disgrace that he did that because it's not his business what what religion no, no, well, it's I not, have. Well, no, it's but not. I mean, but my, I, I suppose the point he's making is if you're bringing your daughter to a communion or confession, then I suppose you're supposed to play a role in it. And I suppose that's maybe what he's insinuating. But he shouldn't be saying that's a bit embarrassing. All right, uh, yeah. all right. Thank you for that, Ian. Let me just go to John as well. John, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, John? Right, Highland. What's going on with you? Oh, wow, okay. Uh, uh, hang on. What's you going start, on? Hang on. You start off a conversation with right. Boiling. Is yeah, that, is that how you normally address people, is it? Oh, yeah, I do. Is it? I see where we're going yeah, here. Yeah, go on. What exactly is going on? Go on, you've 30 seconds to, to, to blab on there. Go on, no, John. I, won't I know who you are. I know who I'm you are now. I'm asking you a simple question. You're slagging off the Catholic Church. Who slagged off the Catholic Church? You were. Craig, Wait, I want, okay, I want you, okay, John, before you start making stupid accusations on the air, I want you to quote me where I, where I slagged off the Catholic Church. Right. What so did I say? brainwashing. What? You call the brainwashing. No, I right? said I said indoctrination, brainwashing, social conditioning are all very similar words. That was what I said. Religion is brainwashing. And you're telling me that the Muslim religion isn't brainwashing or any other religion isn't brainwashing. It's only the Catholic religion. Is that what you're saying? No, that's not what I said. Are you making this up? Are you just making this up out of your own head? Are you living in a fantasy world? Are you listening to a different radio station and just think it's this one? Is that what you're doing? No, no, no. I heard you referring to the Catholic religion and Catholic Church as brainwashing. No, that, well, then you heard we listened to a different radio station. What I said was brainwashing, indoctrination and social conditioning are very similar things. That's the quote. You tell me what you mean by brainwashing, because that's my religion you're slagging off, and I am sick to death of you slagging my religion off when you get a chance on that radio. So, we can't, so can we not have a debate about religion at all, John? Because I'll tell you why, John, right? Because I'm sick to death of you ringing this radio station. Every time we have a debate about religion, you ring up, you shout and roar at the girls outside, and I'm not putting up with it anymore. If you've something to say, and if you come on the air and talk to us about it, otherwise, listen to a different radio station if you don't want to hear about religion. We don't talk about religion too often. It's probably been seven months since we've even mentioned religion on this radio station. So if you're not happy about it, I suggest you listen to a different radio station. I have listened on and off your radio show, you brought up the Catholic Church, and uh, your snide remarks are always coming we've back had, to the uh, we've had We've had about eight callers on in the last 45 minutes, and I would say out of the eight, five of them have actually been religious people. What's your problem, John? Okay. okay. Uh, James, James, have I, I mean, James, as a religious man, have I ever insulted you on the air? Uh, no, no, in fairness, no, I, I understand where John is coming from and uh, is angry, but uh, in fairness, John, uh, Niall has always given people All right, like listen, me, listen, I wouldn't... He's say, speaking, don't speak over him, it's rude. Sorry, James, continue what you're saying. People have, uh, I wonder, uh, I wonder, Niall has always given people like me, people like John O'Donovan in Cork, who's a very strong pro-life man, and John O'Donovan himself has said that even during the referendum that Niall gave probably even, maybe even more towards pro-life than he did to the other... Uh, side, so of all the stations, so no, I, I, I'd have to disagree, John. That right. Noel does give a fair yeah. chance to people like me and to Maliki and to Bill from Limerick and Oinga and all these people who are strong beliefs to come on and, and, and have their say. I wouldn't, right. I wouldn't probably be allowed in any other station in the country with my beliefs. Uh, right. Okay, John, what do you, what, okay, what do you say to that? Can I get back in there for a minute? Yeah, and it, I don't it, want to hear another word from uh, your. Don't be so rude. There, don't be, be so rude. Now. You have spoke about the Catholic Church time and time again. Yes. And every time you refer to the Catholic Church, you're referring to it as being brainwashing the people. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. No, I do. I, what I say is that we have social conditioning, we have indoctrination, and people would refer to that as brainwashing. Hang on. Let me... For, let if me you don't misquote me. If you're going to quote me, don't misquote me. Because you just let, sound foolish. Hang on. Niall, let me, let me say this. 
Mm. And there's thousands of Catholics out there who hear the same thing as I do. I don't care for your previous Yeah, some of them are on the air today, and they all had their opinion. And some people who are not Catholic also had their opinion. Let me say but you don't like people to have opinions. Your opinion just has to be the only one. Isn't that right, John? Talk, you're just going to keep talking over me. No, I'm just saying, your opinion right. is the only one. You're are quite you abusive. You're very are abusive, you, John. Yeah, are you going to let me talk? Yeah, and John, right. you know what? It got to a point last year where I was so sick of you, I actually invited you into the studio and gave you an hour's airtime on your own in the studio. But you still weren't happy. You still ring up every single time and you shout at the girls outside. That's my religion, Noel, that you're slagging off. I'm not slagging off any religion. You're, mis- you're absolutely misguided. Sorry, Mark, oh, do you want to make I, a quick point there before you go? Sorry. Uh, well, right, Boylan. Uh, yeah, thanks very much, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, right, um, Boylan is right. I, I think that the problem is that uh, what I have is that when all, like when only one religion gets foisted upon somebody, I think if somebody wants to be Catholic or Protestant or Jewish or whatever, I think it's absolutely fine to be that. But I think when it's that one and it's thought as the only religion, like when you're a kid, the only right one, and if you don't believe in this, then you'll go to hell and there'll be dogs with pitchforks sticking them into your leg for all eternity. Like, I, I, I just can't get on board with that. I, I, think, right. it's, Listen, I think it's wrong. Th- thank you very much indeed, Mark. Thank you, James. I appreciate you coming on the air. John, thanks very much indeed, even though you come on and just were rude. Thanks. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.